Okay, good evening everyone, thanks for joining. So, we are in the middle of learning the halachas of business on Shabbos. Just one idea, that just to go back a few, a few months, we were learning a, a sugya, and I was reading a story this past Shabbos, a chasidah shemaisa, and it uh, reminded me of a halacha we learned. So we learned in Hilchah Sadaka that the Torah says, a person is chayef to give deimach saray ashiyach salay, that if an ani comes to you, and technically you could afford it, so the strict halacha is that you have to give. You have to give whatever he needs. However, there's a hatter, and the Rishonim bring down, and we saw the Ramah, that if the fellow is being machzir al-apsachim, if he's going around to other people to ask for, uh, for help, so then in that case, the original Baal bias doesn't have to give everything. He could say, you're going, you're going around to other people. There is no need for me to give. So I was thinking that in our relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, you know, keeps the Torah, so to say, and L'chari, he should be chayef to give Deimach Sarei HaShiyech A person is, is lacking, he comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he davens, so Hashem should have to give him everything. However, if a person is being machzir al which the Chayvah Savah always explains and describes that he's relying on other people, he knocks on this guy's door, he's relying on a bunch of people and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu could say, okay, you're machzir al so I'll give just like everyone else, I'll give you a little bit, you'll get from here, you'll get from there, this job, rely on this person, and uh, it doesn't really happen. But if a person relies on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so you have an, exclusively on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so then he has the chi of Deimach Zari There's no one else. There's no one else to ask for. I'm not being Mach Zari Alapsachim. So perhaps that is the, uh, that is the skula. That's the, uh, the way to, to get answered. Okay. Just to go back, from last week we learned the halachas of Schar Shabbos, that a person is not allowed to uh, typically earn, typically not allowed to earn money on Shabbos. And we gave many different heterim. Just one case that I didn't mention last week, which is a very common uh, a, a case, is where you have a woman who goes to, the, goes to the hospital on Shabbos, and she has, let's say, a from doula or a birthing coach or the like, and she brings her along. So there are shilos in Hilchah Shabbos regarding going, being Machal Shabbos, but typically we paskin that a woman in that state is a chalashish basakana, and anything that's Yisuvi Data would be mutter, so Avada should be able to go. Not only that, since this is a situation of pikuach nefesh, that's how we pass in the halacha. So therefore, the the doctor, the coach, the doula would then be allowed to go and get paid for these services because of the, the question of pikuach nefesh. However, if she's on call for nachri, you have shilas of chil shabbos, and you have shilas of getting paid as well. But the common example where you have a from or a, a from doula for from women, so they are indeed allowed to get compensated for uh, for working on Shabbos. So basically, doctors don't have to worry about this whole heta because they work on Shabbos. No, heta iskum, you think it's chay Shabbos. I mean, they, yeah, it's chay Shabbos, so usually they, they would need some sort of... Uh, right, the, the only issue with a doctor would be if a person, the doctor is, giving, is providing care that is not pekuach nefesh, so let's assume there's no chil Shabbos, but he's talking to the patient, you have a therapist or something, it's not pekuach nefesh, so then you really can't can't uh, earn money on Shabbos. The only hatter we have is the night of Yehuda's hatter, where you provide some goods as a mechira as well. So, for the doctor, if he charges for the band aid, isn't it a derisa at the end of the day? Which case? Case of him earning actual money on Shabbos, actually no. getting paid for the work. Why would it be? What's the derisa? If a person spends a whole day on at his, at his job, we'll see that Chassam Seifer in, in the Ramban today. Soon, we'll see that if a person spends his whole Shabbos at work, at the office, perhaps he's lacking in Shabbos, and it's a violation of the mitzvah say of Tishbois. 
That's a different Chiddush. But if he's not doing one of the Lama Tess Malachas, then there's no Issa Deraisa. There would be an Issa Derabanan of earning money, which would be Gzeira Shema Yichtaiv, Gzeira, you know. Yes, they waive it for Pekuch Nefesh. Not only that, well, it's not only Pekuch Nefesh, it's a Pekuch Nefesh Asida. Because right now, he's, he'll do it anyway. So he's a doctor, he's not going to say, if you don't pay me, I'm not going to provide care. But we know, and Rav Weiss, in many chuvas, uh, he brings not just this example, but many examples where if we, we see in halacha that we are concerned for future pikuach nefesh, that if we don't allow the doctor to charge now, so maybe in the future he won't be so quick to uh, see every single patient. So it's a pikuach nefesh in the future. He would hold it, it's, it's over derises. He has a psaq for Shari Tzedek Hospital regarding uh, charting. They asked him, can nurses chart? On Shabbos, ninety percent of charting is useless. Well, you don't need you don't need to know they took Advil at four o'clock. I mean, you don't really have to write. You know, I mean, typing. But he says, but he said, if if we do not have that policy of charting in Shari Tzedek Hospital, so then that that is going to be pikuach nefesh. So we're allowed to be mechal Shabbos even in a in a one case where it's not necessarily pikuach nefesh right now, but. Over time, this will be pikuach nefesh, and that will be usher. He actually has a few few psakim uh, regarding IDF training. They, even when they're training, they're not allowed to use a shinoi regarding uh, you know tank maneuvers or the like. Because if you use a shinoi, uh, you're, you're training yourself to not to not do it the right way. And b'shas they're allowed to train on Allowed to train, and many of the the the, the firm ones they say, why should we train karagra? Uh, let's use a shinoi when we drive or something like that. And he said you cannot use a shinoi because right now it's not pikuach nefesh, but in the future that will be pikuach nefesh. And if you're off by a second, you're, you're causing a pikuach nefesh. So he calls that pikuach nefesh hasidi. He has another chiddush, which uh, he, he wrote in his chuvas regarding uh, COVID. He has a whole safer on from COVID, but many many you say this there. Just while we're on the topic, he talks about he's mechalik between it's a fascinating chiddush. I don't think anybody else says this. Mechalik between pikuach nefesh yichidi and a pikuach nefesh tziburi. He says the following: They asked him regarding carrying guns to shul, carrying a gun to shul. So he said, "I'm not." In that case, he wasn't talking about haitzah. He was just simply talking about muksa. But lachayru would apply to haitzah as well. So he said, and you have a similar shayla. Let's say a person in the middle of davening shemenesrei. And the the rocket uh, the alarm goes off the siren goes off. Should they go to, to the uh, to the to the bunker? Should they go to the shelter during Shemana Esrei, or should they finish Shemana Esrei? So he said he said even if you would argue that on an individual basis as Yechidi there is no pikuach nefesh because what are the odds of the rocket hitting this shul this house? Uh, what are the odds of someone coming into this shul and we need to carry guns on Shabbos? He says even though. It's a legitimate argument, and depending on the situation, he says, especially today when everyone's asking the Shaila, he says there's something called Pikuach Nefesh Tziburi, and therefore, if I would tell every shul that no one should carry a gun on Shabbos, so then the odds are, are high that someone's going to go into some shul throughout the world and, and try to do something. So therefore, he said we could view the Shaila as a, as a Tziburi. This came up in, in covid some chumras, actually, we look back at it, but but the point was that even though on a yachid you could say, what's going to happen to me? I'm allowed to take my chances, I'm allowed to do certain things, but he said as a, as a paisik, someone who's uh, passing, let's say, a shower at the hospital, or making policy for a community. So you could say the same thing in New York, for instance. Unfortunately, every two weeks... Yes, I think his psaq is you could. I didn't so you, can walk, you can walk around with a gun, go out of Shabbos, you go to that, according to what he's saying. 
you at least one Jew will get attacked. I think his point was in shul, a community, a community, uh, meaning if you're giving up sack for the entire Brooklyn, to say that what are the odds of going into one this specific shul, that's a legitimate argument. But if you're going to say it as a unit, as a tziburi, assuming, again, a place would have to weigh in, to, in on this, the metzias, but assuming the metzias is such that it is dangerous, that if, if no shuls have have security guards, and you can have a nachri, you can hire someone, and Eretz Yisrael, it's a little more complicated to hire a, a, you know, a non-Jewish security guards, but in America, you, you, for the most part, you can hire a, a non-Jewish security guards. You don't need to deal with that, with Haitzah and Shabbos. But in Hanami, the aside is true. I think it's a, it's a fascinating aside. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Um, and I'm just point, pointing out that Tiberi. So you see, when it comes to his, his rias would be how we treat doctors in general. Especially with this halacha, with Schar Shabbos. Again, Schar Shabbos is only this with the but the But the aside, the aside is that if we tell doctors not to charge money for the, for the uh, cure they, they provide on Shabbos, when it is pikuach nefesh, so in the future there will be a lax in that. That's Ramosh's hetter regarding Hatzalah, driving, driving back, and it's not. Uh, it's it's not. It's not the same. Because Bishlama, you know, Naftali Brenner said, told me in the shul, a number of guys have guns. Uh, many shuls outside New York City, guys have guns. Almost every single shul. Why? Because there is a suffix. There is a suffix. Mashenkin taking money. I have not a sack on it right now. You know, but I'm going to charge you. I, I don't hear the Zach. No, I'm not saying that's a riot for me. I'm just saying that the aside is that we look even at a future, a future uh, possible Pikuach Nefesh, and we'll say, let's let's not put ourselves in that situation. That's his Chiddush. And if there's going to But we are in that situation. So you're saying, Fakir, for, for some more. All the more so a person should be should be uh, allowed to carry a gun. I'm saying, what's he clearing? It's not, but it is. The only reason we're having this conversation is because... Well, it depends on the Metzias. I, I don't know the Metzias. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No, I'm saying, they broke into, they broke into, into the Texas. They broke into, you know... So his point was that, you're going to tell me, there's, no, his point was to argue against the, the fellow who's saying, what are the odds? It's it's one in a thousand shuls. So in Halakha... Well, so he's saying, yeah, but as a tzibor, it's 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 a chash every week that somewhere in the world it's going to happen. That's his chiddush. That's his chiddush. Like when I told some shabbos, odds are irrelevant since it's happening in Klal Yisrael. So the question is that well, how come we didn't find this yisod anywhere else? So I think maybe just the way the world is that we're in touch with with what's going on in the world and we feel it and, and there's a there's a national or or global fear which it could be they didn't have before. Every country was doing their own thing. Every city had its own situation where maybe you didn't have this halacha. It wasn't a gea for a, for a... They also didn't have the storylines. Right, now you have they it. Didn't they didn't know. They didn't know. You didn't know, and they were always asking happening. one rabbi. And by the time you asked the, uh, you know, Chaim it was a few weeks later. Like you could literally have a psaq, uh, you know, within a few minutes for the entire kehila. So I think that's where, that's where he was coming from. It answers many questions, and he has many rias to it. From Balayris going to visit the government, he used to take these haircuts, which is which is an issur deraisa chukas But if they wouldn't take these haircuts, then the government, the Romans, would not treat them properly. And even though it's not pehuach nefesh now, the the Beis Yosef writes that the halacha was that they would still allow to violate an issur deraisa because there might be a future situation where they're going to need shalim hamalchus and to send their. Uh, the representatives there, even if they're going to have to take haircuts, which is an Issa Raisa, it was mutter. So he, he has many rias to this, and um, very interesting uh, psaq. Okay, next. Let's move on to uh, today's topic, which is the, shayl- the halacha of Mecca chumemcher b'Shabbos. So there's an Issa 
of doing we're business. Doing? So we're going to jump around uh, a few places to look. Uh, if, you're, yeah, if you have a Hilcha Shabbos here, the two places for today will be Shin Chav Gimel and Shin Vav. Yeah, Shin Vav and Shin Chav Gimel. So before we even get to this, let's just, let's just give a little bit of a background. So we all know we can't do business on Shabbos. Ain't going to work on Saturday. So historically, most of the work that was done was Lama Tes Malachis, Harisha, Zriya, you know, Kaitzer. And we, we had the same discussion in Hilchas Cholomite. But there's another issue called Prakmatia, which is simply doing business, buying and selling, lending, borrowing, uh, giving items, you know, doing, doing uh, transactions. That is called Prakmatia. And even though the, the natural response as Yidin would be, it's Asr and Shabbos, but we're thinking in the modern, the modern uh, Jew, where that, that's commerce today. But in the Gemara's times, it's a Chiddush that commerce is us. Really, commerce is not one of the Lama Tes Malachas. You're not shechting an animal. You're not skinning the animal. You're not doing anything like that. You're simply just moving goods back and forth. Why would that be an Isser uh, at all on Shabbos? But we know, the Gemara tells us in a few different places, it's actually Marumas in a few different places, that there's an Isser of... Doing, of having transactions on Shabbos. The Gemara in Be'a, Daflam et Zayin, quoting the Mishnah, Ve'elu hein mishum mitzvah. These are the following that are usher, even, even though there's a mitzvah. Loi makdishin, v'loi marichin, v'loi You can't be makdish, or you cannot get married, you can't do kedushin on Shabbos. V'loi marichin, can't give erichin, machrimim. Why? So the Gemara says, Gezeri mishum mekach memcher. That if you were allowed to do business, uh, sorry, if you're allowed to do transactions, you would end up doing Mecca Chumemcher. Rashi says that these, these things are similar to Mecca Chumemcher. Kinyanim on Shabbos, Kedushin, Nisuin, um, these, these items. The Mishnayas talk about Hafrashas Chuma and Meiser, different halachas the, the, the Mishnayas in Be'a discuss. Some are Mutter, some are Raser. These are similar to Mecca Chumemcher. Shemaitzi Mishusay Lershus Hektish. You're you're changing, you're, you're uh, taking something out of your Rishos and giving it to Hektish, giving it to the Kayin. Why is it Aser? Because it's Mishom Mecha Chumemcher. What does that mean? It's similar to Mecha Chumemcher. Now what's Mecha Chumemcher? Mecha Chumemcher, doing actual business, Prakmatia, Aser Mina, Mikra, it's based on the Pasuk and Yeshaya. Many say this uh, by Kiddush, Shabbos morning. The Pasuk says, Your Chafatzim are Aser. Meaning business activities, Asr and Shabbos, only Midrabanan, based on the Pasuk and Yeshaya, that it's Mimtzah Chavtzacha. You're not allowed to do your own things, your own business, uh, you know, your own Geshef on Shabbos. Inami, Rashi says, a different shot. Why is Mecca Chememcher Asr? Because Asiludeh Ksivas Shtari Mechira. You're going to end up writing, you're going to write a receipt, a, uh, a document, an invoice, since Prakmatia, commerce, lends itself to writing, there's a gzera shema yichtoiv. So fret rashi, vim toimar. So if the whole iser of Mecca chumemcher is a gzera shema yichtoiv, have a gzera gzera. Or you can't get married on Shabbos because you might end up doing business. And business itself is only an iser of shema yichtoiv. So he says, kulachad gzeri, it's one big gzera, like we saw by schar Shabbos. Schar Shabbos is the same thing. The iser of taking money for, for, for Shabbos activities is also mishum mecha chumemcher. And mecha chumemcher itself is only an iser drabonon. It should be gzera gzera. But the Gemara's conclusion is, Rashi, what he says is kulachad gzeri. Now we do see two potential reasons, or two reasons why one cannot do business on Shabbos. Reason number one is that it's 
based on the Pasuk, you cannot do your own activities. And reason number two is that you might write. What are the nafkaminas between these two reasons? So, number one, whenever we talk about chafatzecha, that is, limits it to chafatzecha, your things. But chafzei shemayim would typically be mutter. Whenever we're, we're dealing with chafatzecha, one example is the Gemara Brachas tells us that a person is not, not allowed to be busy with his chafatzim before he daven shachras. Again, if you started before Alois, there's different shilas which come up now in the winter. Someone going to the office at 5 o'clock in the morning. But, but, but halacha is, once the Zman Shachris comes, or at least a you know, half hour before, one is not allowed to do chafot secha before, before Shachris. But the Gemara tells us that if it's for Dvar Mitzvah, it will be mutter. So seemingly, if the whole issue was alt chafot secha, chafot secha asurim, so then, if it was a Dvar Mitzvah, a transaction that was done for a Dvar Mitzvah, l'chur it will be mutter. However, you have this other concern of Shema Yichtoiv that you might write. And that would apply even if it was a Dvar Mitzvah, there's still Gzeira, that you might come to write. So it happens to be that in the world of giving Matanais and Tzedakah, there is a heter found in many of the Achreinim, that if you do it B'derach Shinoi, you don't mention a price, you don't mention a... Uh, well, either you mention a price or you, you do something bishinoi, depending on the situation. Let's say it was a, a food item, so there you don't mention a price. Or by tzedakah, you're giving, you're, you're donating to, to a shul or the like, where it's not typical for people to write. They don't write, they trust. You pledge money to a shul, you're born in aliyah, and it's a tvar mitzvah, so you basically avoid the two issues. It's not asurah, tzachafat, tzachah, asurah, because it's tvar mitzvah. No one's writing anything. Maybe some shows they put the pins and they do busy with it, but really there's no concern Shema Yichtov, and that's the minog why uh, we allow people to. Um, why is it the bar mitzvah not a? Not a uh, why aren't we afraid when we're selling Elias again? On, on so the pricing is going to have to be a situation where they don't typically write. When you when it's not something that you typically write, there's no. You're not writing an invoice. You're not writing something. So what's the concern of Gzeir Shema Yichtov? Right, so it's fine, because the Pisky Chuvas brings down, but what everybody does with the stickers is fine. But you're right, everyone's busy with the stickers and the needles and the and the safety pins, color-coded, they have different, uh, every shoe has their own little little way of doing it. But, but I hear Three years ago, they, they had chashash on that cop, and then he wrote it down. Because how did he remember everything? There's no needles, no pins. Some shuls, they t- and the Yakisha shuls, they, t- they send you an invoice. Right after, right after uh, Matzei Sukkis, Matzei and Kippur, you get an invoice. You know, 7.15, you open your email, boom, you got an invoice. Other places, they, they never, they never uh, catch up on you. I don't know, I hear. I hear. We never wrote it yet. We never wrote it yet. I, I know. This is not... This guy makes a pin over from $100 to $400. And you're like, whoa. We never build. We never. They never build. Never sent an invoice. It was uh, yeah, an honorary system. Everyone right. has a lifeboat. But it's it's a good ha'ara if taka shul uh, the people people really want to yakish a place and they really want to write and uh, have books and records. Maybe you have a shema yichtav and you can't say it's dvar mitzvah. It's mutter. Dvar mitzvah only helps you regarding mimtzah chavzecha. So the piskei Shuva says perhaps this would answer that case if you use some type of shinoi. You say tozen, you say something that reminds people that it's not a regular uh, transaction, you know, times high or something like that. You don't mention dollars. Maybe that's enough of a shinoi that will remind you not to do, not to write. I always wonder, kid, tozen, tozen. See, he says maybe that's the pshat. That's the pshat.
or chai, right? Uh, but, but, but don't we have like a, is a concept of having a shmir, like with the towels, you have a lot of people around, you can wipe yourself, or, but you know what I'm saying, do you have, is no shmir the fact that it's in public? Maybe, I'm not sure, right. No, yeah, the Gemara here even says something yeah, in public. It should help you, right? In a chanami, I hear. Maybe that's another yeah, reason. So you can say leiplug, but when you have dvar mitzvah, you can say they weren't geyser b'mak when there's no dvar mitzvah, or they weren't geyser when it's a shinoi. We we see a terem like that. Well, we'll get to it in a few minutes, but that's the um, that's the background to the sugya. Now, why can't you use this loophole for Scrabble? Scrabble? What, what's, what's the? Oh, you're saying to put the pins? You know, that means Scrabble on Shabbos. That's that's because of Ksiva, that you're writing, and you're you're attaching it to a form. According to those Pesukim, that's considered a, a Ksiva. Well, the problem is because you're gonna write down the score. That I think was a was a made up reason. Oh, I don't know. It could be it's an eight to tie You can't say it's a Xera, you know, playing so Scrabble. The writing and doing a Scrabble is not lasting. It's 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 like. Uh... But you're pushing it into a form. According to, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I never played Scrabble in my life, so I don't know. Okay. It's tiles. Magnet tiles. Next. So that's the, uh, that's the sugya. That's, that's one maramakram. There's another maramakram. This is a very interesting maramakram. The, the, the halacha is that a person who wants to eat, when you have yantif falls out on Friday or Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, we know that in order to eat, in order to be able to have, you know, food, for Shabbos, in order to, to cook on a Friday for Shabbos, you need to make an air of tafshilin. So the Gemara gives an example. Let's say a person gives a case where someone forgot to make an air of tafshilin, and he's not relying on the rav's air of tafshilin, which is our minog. But let's say he's not relying on the rabbi. There's no rabbi. No one made air of tafshilin for the tzibur. He is stuck. So what does he do? Halacha is he goes. He takes his flour, takes his water. He is makne it to his friend. He's kind. He's makne it to his friend. His friend makes a kinin on it. And then he says, okay, now you can, you're allowed to use my flour and water. Now it's his friend's flour and water. He makes challah, and that's how he's able to eat for yantam. That's the Gemara. The Gemara says that's an etza, because once it's not his food anymore, it's, it's, it's a, he's allowed to eat from someone else, because that person already had a, an air of tafshil. And we don't have to get into the lumbus of how that works, but the point is, it works. The Rishonim on this Gemara, the Mordechai says, that this only works in a situation where there is a dvar mitzvah. It doesn't have to be a mitzvah daraisa, but a tzarech yantif. Because of the tzarech yantif, we want him to have fresh challah for yantif, so we allow this transaction. Now, what type of transaction is this? There's no buying and selling. It's simply called a gift. It's a gift. By giving him the flour and water, it's a gift. And we do not give gifts on Shabbos or yantif. It's only allowed... And that will be allowed. So the, the, the Mordechai says, this is quoted by the Magan Avram, and many of the Achronim, the Shavru, many Achronim go with this psak of the Mordechai, that one is not allowed to give him a tana on Shabbos. You're not allowed to give a present on Shabbos. The Magan Avram brings down, there was a minog, that the chasen with darshan and shul, the bar mitzvah boy with darshan and shul, and based on the drasha, they would give money, or they would give something, give a present. He says, it's asr, because you're, you're, uh, you're giving a gift on Yantif or Shabbos, and the best Eitzah, the feed of Magen Avram, would be that before Shabbos, someone should be kainit for the Bar Mitzvah boy. The Bar Mitzvah boy is the Bar Mitzvah on Shabbos. It's, it's still mutter because you could be kainit for, for a katan. Zachan adam shlebefanov. And you do something like that. And many rabbis will do that when they give uh, many shuls that have a Bar Mitzvah bacher. They give him some safer, which he's never going to use, but they give him a safer. And... Uh, the rabbi, before Shabbos, you know, will, will uh, do a kinin with the gabbai or someone else 
so that they're not being over this this iser of giving presents on Shabbos. That's Shita of the Magen Avram. There are there are those that argue the Beis Yosef, and this is quoted by the El Yerabba, says. If you look in the Rishonim over there, that's the Mordechai Shita. That it's only a heter when it came to uh, when it came to erev um, erev But for but, but but the Ran and other parties came do not say that. They say it's always matter. There's no isra of giving matan on Shabbos. And the Beis Yosef explains because what's the what's the concern here? Altsmitzah chavsecha. It's not really a, it's not a big transaction over here. Not a real uh, business deal. What you're doing business now? You gave him like gave him a safer. You gave the gave him a bottle of wine. That's called business. That's not mimtzah And as far as gzeir shema yichtoiv, who's writing anything? He says if you give him karka, and now he needs title. He needs the deed. You gave him a car. You gave him something that taka requires documentation. Okay. So in that case, there is a gzeir shema yichtoiv. When you simply give a gift. There's no need for, for documents or for, for uh, ksiva. Nobody's going to write. It's not gzeir shem And how could you call this business? Nobody looks at it as business. Let's see on chalamay. It'll be asr as prakmatia. Come on, this is not business. It's a gift. And therefore, the basis of paskins that one is one is indeed allowed to give a gift on Shabbos. And in fact, if you go back historically, many rabbanim throughout America would give the gift to the bar mitzvah boy on Shabbos, and they didn't do this yeshiva shikinian before Shabbos. It's a new thing. Everybody learned the Magen Avram, and they're doing kinyanim before Shabbos. But the minog was, I think, was like the Eliyahu Rabbah, based on the basis of the whole shaila is gzera gzera, and we could be mako that there is no iser of giving a gift on Shabbos because. Giving a gift would not be considered business, like Mimsechevtzecha. And as far as Gzeir Shem no one's writing. Who's writing anything unless it's Kaka? If it's Kaka, Beis is Maskin. You can't give someone your property. But to give him a, a cheer or something like that, that would be Mutter according to Beis Yes, Rabbi Yassi. The Rabbi spoke in context of Erev Tafshilon, you know? No, that's, that's, the, that's the Mordechai. The Mordechai on that sugya in Beyo says, but it's only Mutter because it's Erev Tafshilon. The Ali Rab is later, much later. Okay, so the Ali Rab is no, but the Ali Rab is quoting the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef in in, in right, not in Shochanar, but in the Beis Yosef he says this thing. The Harish only applied to Karka. Beis Yosef argued on the Mordechai. That's fine. The Ran oh, goes I mean, with like, that. Like, like, like the Rab always says, we're not making a kinyan on Shabbos, but here it is. So that's another hat. There another eight. A very simple eight says when when you have a present. So then just tell him, don't make a Kenyan until after Shabbos. But well, you can make a Kenyan. We're saying that all your possible like basically you can't. Yeah. Well you don't need his point was you don't really need a Kenyan here. I think I think it's a little more than that. You don't need to to, to have a whole, you know, uh, geshaft over here. So right. the whole rate is it's superfluous. It's a bell. Right. But I think the point is that that if you look in the basis of it sounds like there is no reason to make this gazera, but Lamaisa, you don't want to make a Kenyan. So, so don't make a kinyan. Don't say, "Hareini muchanim zuman," right? But so maybe he's not English. Yeah. He just says he says as long as it's not kinyan chalipin uh, that you would do a uh, kinyan suder that you do on karka, it'll be mutter. Meshicha hagba according to the Yisrael is mutter. And if you picked it up, it's yours, right? It comes up in hilchas a hefker to make something hefker is a similar shaila. Let's say a person forgot to uh, sell his chametz and his erev pesach shechol b'shabes. So in that case. Uh, you would have to um, to be mafkir, to be mavatal, and according to those Rishonim that learn bittul is mitam hefker, so it's a shailon halacha. You got to be mafkir your uh, your chametz 
on Erev Pesach Shabbos Shabbos. There are many Rishonim that hold you could based on this, this the same the same lumdus of the Yosef. It's not uh, transactional. Transactional. There's no need for a Kenyan, and it will be more. There comes up Tfilas Kelim. Let's say someone realizes on Yontif that they did not yet uh, did not tovel their keli, and there's no mikvah close by. So the Chachmas Adam is makel to give it to a Nachri as a matana. Again, relying on the base Yosef that matana is mutter, and you borrow it back from the Nachri. So it's really the Nachri's keli. It doesn't require. It doesn't need tefila. So that's uh, that's one eight. So maybe it could be mafkarit. There's no one around. There's no nachri around. Just be mafkarit. According to these poskim, you'd be allowed to be a uh, mafkarit. You have a third shita, which is a very, very geshmak uh, alumnus. A third shita, and that is as follows: Whenever something requires a kinyan in order to be chal, so then that gets that is doime to mecha chememcha. For example, the Gemara, the Mordechai himself, was talking in the case of Eir Tavshilin, right? By Eir Tavshilin, the whole point of giving this the flour and water to your friend was that it should be called his. It should be his item. Because if it's still mine, then I can't use this for Eir Tavshilin. I can't, I can't cook with it for Yantav because there's a knas on me that I didn't make an Eir Tavshilin. I didn't do what Chazal wanted me to do. I cannot rely on oil. Whatever the lump this is, there's a knas on my items. So I could, I could use his Eir Tavshilin. He could make food for me but I can't make my own food for myself. So there, you needed this kinyan to take place. There had to be a, a shinoi rishos, that it has to be called his. It has to be my friend's flour and water, because if it's still mine, it doesn't help me, and I can't now cook with it. So in that case, it's typically usr. This is, I think, this is a, uh, uh, an approach that many poets can talk to say, or Shlomo Miller, uh, Shlita says, to, to use this mahalach. That any time I need it to be his, so that's when the Mordechai is machmer. Unless it's a Dvar Mitzvah, like Erev Tavshilin or Lulav Esrug. Let's say a person already used his Lulav Esrug Sukkot night. So, so Sukkot day, first day of Sukkot. Now he wants to give it to his friend or his brother. He doesn't have his own Lulav Esrug. And the first day it has to be a Matana Manas Lahachser. It has to be a real, uh, it has to, it has to be, you don't need a Matana Manas Lahachser at that point because he was very Yotza in my case. But you have to give it to him that it's his. So there, you talk, I have a Shiloh, because you can't say, I'm not doing a real Kenyan, I don't need a Kenyan. You do need a Kenyan there. It has to be his. Otherwise, he's not Yoitza the first day. So in that case, the Mordechai says, typically it's Aser, because that's Doime, Mamish, the Mecca, Chumemchar. You needed a Shina Rishos. However, once again, by Lulav and Esrug, you have a Hetter that it's, uh, it's being done with the Bar Mitzvah. So that would be Mutter. So those are the, uh, those are the three, three Shitas. In the world of giving matanos and Shabbos, which again is, is a subcategory of the halachas of mincha chavzecha and mekach memcher, so that, so many poskim the Magen Avram Mishabura they say that giving matanos aser unless it's a tzarche Shabbos or yantiv, which happens to be many of the times, many of the examples where people give a gift, there is an element of tzarche yantiv. For example, let's say you're a, a guest by someone's house and you bring a bottle of wine, you bring a candy platter, chocolate platter, whatever you bring, it's food. So that's Tzarche Shabbos. Now, the, the guest will, will rely, he can be machmak like the Mogan Avram, but the Balabayas can be make like the Eliyarab. He doesn't have to use it, doesn't have to taka use the wine on Shabbos, but there would be a hither to use it to, so that the one who gave it could be yoyed to the Mogan Avram that he gave him a ton of. Bring your own dessert. Bring your own dessert, right. So they're not going to. I guess he's guaranteed something that he likes. Right, so he brings something. Bring your own food. I I was told by the row of Delamea in the conference that um, you're allowed to give a a present to a girl that you're dating if it's going to help the shit off the girl better. On Shabbos. 
Snippy is relying on the, on the Al-Yarab. There's no Kenyan. That's Olive. Bays, if there is some, if, she, if it's something that she's going to enjoy on, on, on Shabbos, let's say you're giving someone a present that, that, that doesn't have a use, or they're not going to enjoy on Shabbos or Yantif. Whatever the example is, you buy someone, you, you give someone a gift, uh, I don't know, something that, that they're not enjoying on Shabbos. So what's the hetero? According to the Magan Avram, right? Ali Rabba would say, it doesn't have to be, either it doesn't have to be theirs. It's a gift card, actual value. Yeah, a gift card would be muksa because it would be a cliche malachta le'isser. It might not be, you have to think about it. If it's a very expensive gift card, it might even be, um, might even be. The point is that when something is, um, doesn't doesn't make a difference how much money it's worth, but that people would not be comfortable t- touching it and playing around with it. So then it goes into the category of um, of of muktzamachmas chasar and kiss. So I think most for most people, even a credit card, they would use it as a, a placeholder in their safer or something. It depends on the person. Let's say a cell phone. So what do you say? No. Okay. They get into a room. They, they use the car to get to open the lock. Open, open the door to break break into doors. Like yeah, the the Jimmy the lock. Yes, that would be a um. Okay, that would be another. Uh, yeah, you see, you're breaking up. Rabbi Yossi, I did not hear. We don't hear you. I apologize. I don't hear you. It's not goofy, you can't do it. If you say it's like money, is it better? Is so, it better? no, it could be, no. It's, it could be, it's be- okay. money's a good question. Why is it, why, why is money not considered cliche malach to listen when a person could theoretically use it for other things? It's a good question, not for now, but, but a credit card or a cell phone, if someone will use it for other things, use it as a placeholder, use it to hold down a tablecloth or something like that, it would be considered a cliche malachalist, or people use it as, as a keli for other things, and it will, be, uh, it will be fine. Okay, so let's just do another two minutes of, of the sugya. If you're hearing me, you're not Sorry, I can't, I, I apologize. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. You said, you're hearing me? Okay, I'm moving, I'm switching. Have y'all seen? You're still there? Okay, we'll go ahead. Okay, so let, let's just review what we learned. There's an iser of pragmatia, of doing business, of Mecca, Chememcha, and Shabbos. One iser, one of the reasons is because of Mimtzah Chavtzecha. One is not allowed to do his own geshef't on Shabbos. That would probably lend itself to be a, to be, have a heter when it's a dvar mitzvah. The other reason is gzeir shema yichtoiv, that a person might come to write. However, if there's no gzeir shema yichtoiv, it will be mutter. Uh, as long as it's not called Mimtzah Chavtzecha. We went into the sugya of gifts on Shabbos. There's another sugya, which is a, a riot to what we just discussed, and that is the Mishnah in Be'ah. It talks about sending gifts, or you have another uh, Mishnah that talk, which talks about the stores that would still be open on Shabbos. In, in those situations, the halacha is that if you're buying, if you're, if you're taking something from a Yid, so because it was a Shabbos need, we would say Chazal waived the Isser of Mimtzah Chavtzecha, or they don't view it as doing business necessarily, even though the store owner is doing business, but you're just getting a soda for your Shabbos table. 
So in that case, as long as you don't mention, there are specific halachas there. Don't mention the price. Don't mention the weight. Don't say, I'm going to pay you later. You just say, we'll, we'll make arrangements later. Um, you know, we'll take care of it after Yantif, something like that. Then it would be mutter for a person to go to his local uh, supermarket. Obviously, the supermarket shouldn't be open on Shabbos or Yantif. But let's say a person needs something. The shul ran out of chalos for Shalashidus. There's Erev, and they, they send someone to the back. Yeah, the canteen, every camp with the canteen. Every camp, canteen, yeah. And every out of town community that has an Erev. They have uh, the store owners, you know, there's keys throughout the shul. Everybody gets chalos and crackers and herring. And, you know, you always forget something. So we mutter in that case. It's a very interesting halacha, which many people do not know. And that is when it comes to a nachri, one is not allowed to go to a non-Jewish store on Shabbos, even if you have you plan on paying later. So there'll be an issue of going to, let's say, a Starbucks, to, uh, let's say, you're, you're friends with the barista, and you tell him or her that you'll pay after Shabbos. If you look in the Ramah, the Ramah's machin, that person is not allowed to do this with a nachri. It's the beginning of Shinvav, Shinvav Sifal for base. I don't have an army right now, but... I mean, if you, uh, pre- what if you prepay? What if you walk into Starbucks on Friday? So I, th- I think it would be us or as well, because it just... Uh, if you look at the halakha, it sounds like it's a zilzul marasayan. Let's say it's a hotel where everyone gets free coffee in the morning. That's not a problem. It's not a store. But if it's a if it's a chanush shal nachri, the halakha... So the, the shul in Florida is a liquor store down the block around the corner, and they, like, have a fenchment with them... And in case Chal Shashom, they ever run out of vodka on Shabbos morning. They have a, a guy that goes to the store and picks up. Okay, so a guy went. Okay. A Maybe you don't, you don't, you don't have Marasayan in that case. No, but the issue is Marasayan. It looks like uh, a Yid's going in there. When a Yid goes with another Yid and then gets, and he gets a, you know, a few challahs, so everyone knows he's going to get uh, stuff for Shabbos. He did a B'derech Heter. When you go into a, a Goyish store, they'll assume you used your credit card. It's just imagine someone walks into Shul Shabbos morning with a hot Starbucks, right? With or Dunkin', he's boycotting Starbucks, whatever it is. He has he has his Dunkin' Donuts, iced coffee, smoothie, whatever. He comes into Shul like that, there'll be a Maris Iron. Now one could argue maybe he went to Amazing Savings and he got the old logo cups, you know, for cheap. But uh, they, they they know that he he talked about the Dunkin' Donuts, even though he's paying five dollars afterwards. There, there would be an answer. Okay, so next week in Merit we're going to talk about the actual Kenyan. So if a Kenyan is usher, can't even give gifts according to many Paiskim. So how exactly can a person have, let's say, a vending machine open on Shabbos, a car wash, a website, eBay, Amazon, where let's assume a Kenyan is taking place. We'll talk about, you know, for a few minutes, the, the Shaila of Lifne Iver, Messiah, just for a few minutes, just to re- review that sugya. But we'll spend most of the shir discussing arranging a Kenyan to take place on Shabbos. Why can't you do a Pidyin Aben? Let's do a Pidyin Aben on Shabbos. Let's say the, the Zman of Pidyin Aben fell on Shabbos. Let's arrange on Friday with the Kayin. We'll make a, with, with Avi. We'll uh, figure out the Zman and make the Kinyin on Shabbos. Why do we have to wait till Sunday? What is wrong with planning a Kinyin in advance? And is there a difference between Pidyin Aben, vending machines, eBay, Amazon, um, putting in an auction, put, putting in a bid for an auction? So, Mr. Shem, we'll get to that next when, when week. When a guest eats, uh, other than that, it's Shabbos, so it's a 